0: Doom bit doom doom.
1: Into the microphone. <laughs> not me, man.
0: I need to be heard. You want to be heard. <laughs> I you, need to be heard. You're,
1: you're very into being heard. You're uh, I like to you're be heard. My guest on the podcast hey. this week, very funny comedian Travis Nelson, out of Seattle, six foot nine, the gentle giant. Yo, so
0: gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're that gentle. to fly. I squished a bunch of ants earlier in my room. There's a bunch of ants. You all have over. ants in your room? You are not know getting an ants, man. I had a banana on the counter. You left a banana. I out think the I ate ants, a bunch found of ants. It. I think I ate a bunch of ants because <laughs> I ate the banana and. And I realized there was ants all over the banana peel. And Were you down. eating the
1: banana in the dark or something?
0: No, I just eat like a monster. I don't look at the food I'm eating. I just shove it in my gullet and go for it. Sounds
1: like something that somebody that's six nine, but you're you're not fat. No, no,
0: and I don't eat. Uh, I Let don't me eat guess. That you're much.
1: six foot nine. You are two hundred
0: and eleven pounds. I'm so offended. Uh, no, I'm I'm uh, I don't know because I'm not a, really an athlete, but uh, I. Th- I've been like two hundred and thirty pounds for like five or six years now. So right now, you said get on a scale, you're gonna be two thirty, give or take five. Yeah, yeah, it's always gonna be almost right at two thirty. Like, okay, yeah, give or take a couple pounds. I, I guess I
1: underestimated how many like inches tall. You know how how many pounds on average, even. Even on a thinner
0: guy. Oh, it's mostly bone. <laughs> <You can laughs> just bone density? Yeah. Density? Just a big old skeleton walking around. He's just talking about his bone. Talking about my bone. Talking about the bone.
1: Okay, Travis, well, we, we just met this week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good week, though. It's yeah. been a weird week, but aren't they all? Well, we had four separate dates together. We yes. had... Uh, I flew into Portland. You picked me up on your way down to Coos Bay, Oregon. Coos, Coos, Bay. bay. Coos, Coos, bye-bye. Um, the Milk Casino. Did two shows there. Yes. So we had, like, right away, We picked a, you picked me up. We had, like, a four-hour drive to yep. get to know each other. Yep. And you never know. That's a dark... You know, you never know what the, how that's going to turn out. You pick somebody up you don't know. I've had some tough ones. Could have been awful. Yeah, I've had some real bad experiences there, but it wasn't bad. It yeah, was it's good. like essentially it's like picking up a hitchhiker that just works in the same field.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've had a I've uh, really only ever had one really bad experience uh picking up a headliner, but it was one of those things where I knew it was going to be a bad experience, so I was kind of bolstered. Okay, for
1: it. without dropping names right
0: what happened that made it so Ooh. weird or awkward can you
1: even give specifics oh, or i will can't I give wait too much to get specific okay uh Good. yeah
0: um this was for i had like uh i had a show in seattle and then uh the same guy i was going to work with once in seattle and then once in idaho and once in Salem, so you're the hometown guy. He flies into Seattle. You pick him up, and you're like, he drove sh- to Seattle. He, oh, okay. Yeah, and I guess he worked with he. Was, so I I knew it was gonna be a problem because he worked with my buddy the week before me, and my buddy was like, oh, this guy's just the worst. <laughs> Heads up, yeah, it's coming. I think he just tried to do. I don't. Know, some some comics. Uh, it's it's all ego stuff with us. That's like every issue with every comic, and I'm and I'm sure I. Have my own problems with, uh, and it's always your ego makes you do crazy stuff. And I'm sure that's what it was. Is this guy hit up my, um, hit up a, a guy I know and was like, Hey, uh, yeah, so I'm coming to town. I need you to pick me up and drive me and do all this. Uh huh. And, uh, <laughs> I need you yeah. to do this. Yeah. He just told the guy he had to. And, the other, and, and, uh, yeah the comic I know just didn't do it just never answered him was like no I, I you're not hiring me I got hired by a booker I'm not going to do any of this yeah that's the uh, wrong way
1: to go about it I yeah think-
0: he definitely should have responded to him so there was wrongs on both sides because uh, the comic I'm talking about I don't even think he's a comic anymore but he wasn't a great guy either <laughs> Sure, <laughs> it was just you, you heard, I heard that he was like yeah this guy really bit my head off because I wouldn't go pick him up and I was like well did you answer him at all he's like nah I just thought it'd be funny not to and like well you're kind of a d- too, yeah,
1: but. yeah, they're both at fault, but still, like to come at it like I need you to do this and this. Like I think I reached out to you and I was like, hey man, because uh, I I feel like I knew you were from Seattle. I was like, are you driving? And you're like, yeah, and I go, do you want a carpool? And we yeah, just split yeah. gas. And it,
0: that was the right way to do it. It was it was it was just this guy. He was like one of I think he's one of those old school headliner types. That's like uh, you know the headliner. <laughs> it just doesn't treat it like we're all doing the same thing, and tries to tries to act like oh, right. No, and the you know the feature has to drive the headliner and do take care of all the headliner stuff, and it's like I oh, will get
1: picked up. I will ride in the back of yeah, your yeah, Nissan.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but um, so I I just my my buddy said this guy was uh kind of a, a maniac, so I was like, all right, well I I'll, I'll work with him once in Seattle, and we'll see how he is. And he was fine. We actually we got along okay. Uh, he wasn't like my cup of tea comedy wise, but I was like, right. you know, I don't I don't fault anybody for that. Um, <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not my cup of tea. You're dead to me. Yeah. No. Well, we uh, yeah, we did a show and then I I knew just because of what my buddy said he was probably going to want to have to ride with me. But we had a crazy right. like Idaho back to Oregon run we were going to do. And it like paid really well. But it was like a, a movie theater in Idaho and a movie theater in uh, Oregon. Where in
1: Idaho are we talking? Nampa, Idaho. So pretty close to no Boise. I have no idea where.
0: They're. Oh, okay. Pretty close to Boise. Uh, like west of Boise. So had that's to drive not a short trip coming from. No, Seattle. no, no. It's a long. And that's the thing is. Uh, so we had a show on Wednesday, and then Friday we were in Nampa, and Saturday we were in Salem, Oregon. And I knew this guy was going to want to drive with me. Uh, so uh, ahead of time, I booked a Thursday in Pendleton, Oregon, which is kind of on the way. Right. Um, which is perfect. Pendleton,
1: he- is that also on the Oregon Trail? We passed Grant's Pass coming here, and I was uh, like, that's on the Oregon Trail game. Maybe. I feel like Pendleton was on there. I don't remember there. Pendleton. I feel like I killed a sister in Pendleton. Jesus. <laughs> Not like <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> no, like she died of diphtheria. Like my well, little sister. You know didn't how kill you her, Diphtheria killed her. You know her. how you name your family at the beginning of that game. For those of you yeah. that are listening that don't know that we're born like after nineteen. I don't know eighty eight or something. What year were you born? I was born eighty nine, but I knew eighty nine. But you man. still played that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That w- we. I remember that was like the one thing we got to do because they had just gotten computers. My uh-huh. elementary school's like. Well, we bought five computers. And the teachers didn't know how to use them. They're like, "Here's the on button." Class. Yeah, the the
0: screens were black and green.
1: And yeah, yeah, and they had all bought like this this paper airplane game where you just—it's essentially like battle tanks. It's just all about trajectory, and you Mm -hmm. see how far you get it to fly. And then they had the Oregon Trail, and this was our computer education. Like there was a typing game, but then it was like, and also learn how to play. Uh, like it was words per minute, and then learn how to play the Oregon Trail. Yep, and uh, y- you had to like double up on a computer because we didn't have enough of them. So we don't, all- and everybody just wanted to hunt. That's yep. all you did. You're like, well, we're gonna hunt every ten seconds. We need more bullets, and we're gonna shoot. 10,000 pounds of meat, only can carry 100 pounds, doesn't uh, matter, we're going to make the Native Americans cry. Yeah, that's that was the best part of that <laughs> game. But I feel like this, it's all uh, carpet bombed out here with uh, places that were on that game, so I was excited when I saw Grant's Pass, because like, that means you're almost there.
0: Yeah. yeah You've almost made it, Grant's but I feel pass. like Pendleton, my little sister, died of diphtheria a few times. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about that comic? Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, it's, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, how did we get here? But... Uh, <laughs> No, it wound up, you know, of course, he uh, he did the whole, like, hey, I'm going to need to ride with you. And I was like, ah, sorry, man, I got this gig in Pendleton on the way. I can't do it. Um, so I drove to Pendleton, and, of course, he started sending me text messages like, oh, I don't know, bro, my car, it's not, you know, my car's kind of acting up. I don't know if I'll be able to make it all the way to Nampa. Which, as a comic, you know, like, that's not your problem sure. when you're booked separately. Like, if he if we were working together, but we were booked separately, and I was like yeah, man, that's not really my, my my problem. I don't know what you want me to do. And he's like, oh, well, you need – I you know, I can make it. Where are you? I can maybe make it to you, and you can drive the rest of the way. And uh, I told him, I was like, yeah, if you can make it to Pendleton, man, I'll pick you up, and we'll, I'll, I'll take you to Nampa and drop you back off at Pendleton on the way back to Salem. Uh, but, yeah, then, then it was just – he was a really weird guy, and it's like I uh, – um I picked him up, and he, like, left his car in Pendleton to get fixed, and I took him to Nampa, and he was just, like hey, – he's just the kind of a guy who sucks to hang out with. Like, we, we like, stopped at a gas station, and he – Was eating like five cheeseburgers, and like I just got like a pack of peanuts or something, and he just started like, he's like, "Oh, look at Mr. Seattle Granola Boy!" I'm like, "Well, it's not granola, it's peanuts." Also, (laughs) you keep falling asleep uh, while you're talking, and every time you fall asleep, your sleep acne wakes you back up. And every once every once in a while, I look over and I think you're just gonna die. Was it a heavyset guy? Yeah, so you're kind
1: You know what's funny? That's the way I feel like. I don't know if you ever listened to like Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. When he's got uh, Joey Diaz on there, the guy's <laughs> breathing into the microphone, and yeah. I'm like, whoa, it is hard for him to right? like just sit there and exist. Yeah. And I think Joey's funny, and, but I mean, the whole time he's like, oh,
0: oh, I tell you, oh, so. yeah. And you're like, oh man, this is labored breathing. Yeah, it was like that, but the guy wasn't as funny as Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't get the Joey pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So he. Him and we drive back and i try to drop him off again in pendleton but of course his car wasn't fixed yet so i had to drive him all the way to salem and it was just it was just a, a brutal drive uh and we got this and then after salem he tried to get me to drive him back to pendleton and that's when i was like nope <laughs> i just See, uh, I just you left just him in the middle of i told him man i told him every step of the way i was like I'll do this much, but I won't do that much. Dude, I'll do this much, but I won't do that much.
1: somewhere he is sitting on a podcast right now bitching about you.
0: I hope he somewhere is. Somewhere he's like, oh I, hope oh, he I is.
1: tell you what, there was this kid, this real granola, just tree-hugging yeah, turd I'm from sure Seattle. I didn't pay
0: for any gas, but
1: come on, why he didn't he? He left me in Salem, Oregon for dead. Ugh. My poor car. Had seen the worst, and and this <laughs> kid had no sympathy for him. it. Was ten miles down the road, and he was like, "No, nah, can't do he it." He
0: was also the one, the kind of guy who, like, the entire time was trying to brag on like how great he was doing, and the like, but like right under my breath as he was saying that, I was like, "Yeah, so great, your car broke down, and I had to pick you up." <laughs> and like, like <laughs> he was just full of, he was just full of shit, man. And then like also, there's the whole. You you ever work with guys who like try to make it sound like they're really killing it, and in the same breath, and they'll be like, "Yeah, and I work as a process server on my my, right. my my time." Killing off. it
1: like, in terms of like their careers going well, or killing yeah. it isn't in terms of the shows. Uh, killing it in terms of like their careers going well, right? Oh, yeah. I'm dominating the. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's calling me off the hook. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I got
0: so many. They just want to talk about how how great it's going the entire time, and this guy, yeah. But it was it, that always bothers me. I just don't like. I don't mind guys pumping themselves up. I just don't like being lied to. So when you're like, yeah, everything's going great, man. I'm really killing it. And then you tell me like you're a process server as a day job and you, your car broke down so I had to pick you up. I'm like, hey, that's not – let's not – because be, comics love to kind of – I feel like there's a kind of comic who when you start working with them, they like to really brag on themselves to right, make that right. like they can do you a lot of favors and stuff like that. So maybe you'll do more for them. And There's always kind of that greasy like – uh they they won't promise anything, but I I realize there's a lot of comics who will kind of try to act like they can do a lot for you, and right. that way you're they've got pull in this town. Yeah, they want you to like them, but also maybe they can get more out of you if if you you think you can. And and I've just been through that so many times, and I'm like, okay, well, I I know better, and I don't. I'm I'm looking at your career and your car. <laughs> and I, don't, <laughs> I don't I I don't think I have to sweat whether or not you. You you love me.
1: It's funny because even people that are doing great, like genuinely great, like I've, I've known some guys have their own TV shows and stuff like that. And you ask them how they're doing. They're still like, I don't know, just trying to stay on TV. Like nobody's ever
0: bragging about how well they're doing. No, anyone, anyone really bragging right that like that is just, uh, they're putting on a front. Yeah, or they've had too much caffeine. Sometimes, <laughs> I'll, sometimes I'll have too much caffeine. And I'm like, oh boy, I can see boy, the path to success. I tell you what, I
1: got paid thirty-seven dollars in a free taco last oh, night. Oh man,
0: things are really looking things up. Things are going well. And then the caffeine crashes, and I'm just the most depressed person in the world.
1: Well, you know what? We're not making like crazy amounts of money this week, but I feel like it's been a successful trip. We had oh, what, what did we have? A total of uh, two shows on Wednesday and then one the rest of the day. So it'll be five shows in four days. Yeah. And only one's been a turd so far. That yeah. second show at the mill sucked. Yeah. But other than that, we had we've been having a lot of fun and we got to do things we went to uh we've had breakfast i think seven times so I far love, i love a breakfast i feel like we're <laughs> eating breakfast for every meal yeah i think the only meal that we haven't had breakfast was at that
0: brewery where we had hamburgers breakfast is a real road thing for me too because usually i will uh i'll sleep through breakfast or i'll just eat oatmeal right at home. right so when like i'm on you've... the road i'm like oh it's bacon and eggs all day long
1: <laughs> as comics we've missed so many breakfasts over the years sleeping <laughs> till noon that now we have to just it's all I eat. add them all up <laughs> it's all i want to eat gotta get that's why I love when I'm in the South and you see like a Waffle House like, oh. every three miles. And I'm just like, yes, I'm going to eat for
0: $2 and I'm going to have a huge breakfast and it's going to be awesome. You know, I didn't eat Waffle House till like this year. Really? Earlier this year was the first well, time I ever had Waffle north. House. No, they don't. And I, uh, yeah. What's man, the equivalent I- up north? Up north, do you have anything? It's
1: is it that Black Bear Diner, but that's like a higher end,
0: yeah. That's a little higher end, I guess. Denny's, we have like Denny's,
1: but that's even still middle of the range. Like, Waffle House is like, boy, I tell you,
0: it doesn't get any cheaper than this. I don't know, man. Denny's can get pretty rough, uh, but I I get I I understand what you mean. Not as bad as a lot of Waffle House, I feel like there are less fights in a Denny's at 2 a.m. Yeah.
1: It's more like mellow people like trying to come down off something whereas Waffle House is something could break out at any second over your 37 cent hash browns. That is a good point. <laughs> well, Waffle House is amazing, but we've had so many breakfasts and in, in that one place, where were we? The Heavenly Diner. Oh, that where was a was that? creepy one. Yeah,
0: what? we stopped in the middle of nowhere there's a place called Heaven Sent Diner.
1: No, Heaven No, what is it? It's not Heaven Sent. Is Di- close to heaven. What is it called? I thought it, it was, was heaven sent. It's not heaven sent. What was it? It was oh. Uh, heavenly... Oh, damn it. I'll look
0: it up. I have it on my phone.
1: You have it? Yeah. It was... Hold on. I can get it before you... Look it up, but I'm going to get it before no, you, you find won't. it. No, you yes, won't. Yes, it's uh Technology A taste prevail. of heaven. Nope. A, te- a little bit of heaven. There's no... Almost heaven. heaven. You can keep guessing. Heavenly heaven. Don't stop. Uh, not like hell. It's uh, greater than... Um, no, a I little just- taste of heaven. I feel like I'm close. I feel like it's called it was in the uh it was between Grants Pass and Winston Oregon and it was uh heavenly breakfast heaven is something heaven in there and they just played uh string guitar like it's choir sad, music it, on a string guitar that was just all that was playing over there but the,
0: it wasn't like there was no melody there was no it was just like beep, beep, beep,
1: beep, 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 well they beep, were all church beep. songs maybe if you weren't such a heathen you might know
0: hey Hey, you, you ever had? You ever heard a church choir? There's some. Uh, were you in church choir? No, I went to church. No, so. they didn't have robes that were big enough for you. There was a choir. I was a. I was an altar boy for an amount of Ooh, time. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. I got Are you okay? Out of being an altar boy.
1: Why? Because you said no. <sighs> well, maybe that was it. <laughs> you spurned.
0: They couldn't have trusted me. his advances. So no, like, nah. I, I just was honestly terrible at it. Like I, had what no does re- an
1: ultra boy have to do that you could be terrible at?
0: Uh, Isn't it just lighting and unlighting candles? You well, you also have to not fuck around. <laughs> and All I wanted to do was and use around. the f word. Sorry. Was not, <laughs> oh, am I not supposed to swear on your podcast? It's okay.
1: I don't do it because I'm better than you. But it's yeah, <laughs> a good point. <laughs> it's okay. I think we've had. I think we've had it. There. The listeners know this isn't safe for work. They, they like to listen on their commute, or they put in their I'm headphones sorry, as I they're swore. falling asleep to the gentle, soothing timbre of my voice.
0: Sorry, Nick's friends, I didn't mean to swear. <laughs>
1: Apologize to my mother. Sorry, Nick's
0: mom. Thank you,
1: I appreciate it. So, Alter Boy, you lighting candles, and then what else?
0: Uh, you gotta ring the bells. You like ring the. They got like bells, and it was a weird.
1: How are you bad at this?
0: Uh well because they would make me do it with my older brother and we would just fight the entire time. Okay, and, and your so older brother's
1: seven foot tall. You're six foot nine. Yes. Did we, you give up on looking up that diner name?
0: I yeah, couldn't find it. You f- oh,
1: you blew it.
0: Well, I could keep uh, the internet connection's not working very well.
1: Oh, is was bad. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm gonna Google search Heavenly Diner, and it's gonna come up. It's a creepy place it was a little weird and the gal that was there almost seemed happy but not quite i don't know what it was there was a
0: deep sadness within her
1: yeah i didn't and, oh there it is here it is heaven on earth restaurant yeah there yeah and it, and it just looked sort of like a 1993 banquet hall that would be in the like Holiday an Elks Lodge Inn somewhere kind of? a little bit a little bit but less uh, the outside looked really rustic the outside was like falling
0: apart and then on the inside it just looked very corporate and and, like, sanitized. And I always, lie, like, you go to places like that, and the people, like, I felt like the people eating there, I wanted to interview every single person in that restaurant.
1: I'll tell you what, it wouldn't have taken long because there wasn't that many people in there for as, no. as crazy as they were making their place seem, and they had these cinnamon rolls the size of your head, which is really cool, but we didn't get one. But no, a, right. I don't know if you noticed this, every single person except for us there got soup in a bread bowl. I
0: don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I did notice that, and I felt like I made a mistake. We, You think the soup was the way to go? Probably not, right? I felt really good with what I ate. Did you? That chicken I, fried steak was amazing. I enjoyed
1: mine, uh, but I, I, yeah, I was listening to everybody else order, and everybody except for us was about 87 years old. Yeah, there was that one younger couple. that were on their phones the entire time. Yeah. That's my favorite when there's like a couple, and they
0: just don't even talk. They're just on their phones. There was one old guy there. You see the guy with the sideburns? Yes. That guy looked like someone pulled him right out of 1945. Dude, that guy had huge sideburns. He was rocking them. That guy has. The
1: hair was falling off the top of his head and just like attaching right down along the jawline. Yeah. It was like that guy. You remember the kid that gets killed in uh, the Shawshank Redemption? Like who knows about that Andy Dufresne's uh, innocent? Yeah. Like the kind of kid that's going to learn. He's get, he's getting taught by Andy. He's gonna pass that like GED, mm-hmm. and then he gets shot by the warden because it means Andy's gonna go free. Yeah, uh, that dude had some killer sideburns. It's That's like that point. guy in forty years. Very old though. Yeah, very <laughs> old. Heaven on Earth restaurant. I I recommended it. It was good, and the and the butter jam was good. The food was good. It seemed like they had a cool bakery
0: going on. But they needed updated music.
1: Yeah, the music
0: sucked. And it all, it kind of also had that like slightly hoarderish vibe of like just the decorations it looked like someone just took a big bag and dumped decorations out all over the place (laughs) because it was just a mix of it it was and they had two like lazy boy chairs just kind of
1: sitting in the side of the restaurant there oh yeah who's just going in there to hang out no i'm I'm good just gonna just gonna watch the morning news yeah that was that was fun and then Right before that, we went to the Wildlife
0: Safari Ooh. which is in
1: Winston, Oregon, a tiny town.
0: Tiny town, but I'll tell you what, they know how to party. That was a fun show we did there. That yeah, that brewery was cool. Oh, that was amazing. And those people, yeah. We just did a pop-up show, no no lights, the, you know, we did it under fl- fluorescent lights which is uh weird. Yeah, um, I talked
1: about it a little bit on the last episode because I oh, recorded yeah, uh, it right. in the second oh, half right this. after uh Right after that show,
0: I was still riding high. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a great show. But you I guys. didn't
1: cover the safari.
0: The safari was uh, way better than either of us thought it was going to be. Huge, huge wildlife place. Yeah, uh, with
1: crazy animals. Man, and it's this town of like what eight thousand people maybe live. Definitely in Winston, less, than Oregon. 8, less, less than eight thousand. Less than eight thousand. So how do you have this giant, like almost like San Diego? like wildlife park because they have that like they have the zoo which is yeah. huge and glorious but they also have
0: that wildlife area which i think this place was maybe bigger than that yeah well I, i'll tell you what man it seemed like uh just some millionaire move there and decide that's what they're gonna do
1: dude it was nuts what were some of the animals we saw that we had no idea like we had heard about cheetahs yeah and they had giraffe things at the, the giraffes. We they had
0: elephants they had uh rhino the crazy thing was rhinos were just walking around rhinos
1: yeah the guy was like if if a rhino gets within like two car lengths just drive away slowly
0: yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah that was the one where i was before. like that's not how you should do rhinos but uh <laughs> everything else i mean was pretty cool they had maned wolves which is like my favorite animal so that was cool to see Um, The crazy thing about that was you you saw them when we first pulled in. You could see them in their enclosure. I got excited. And I didn't really know what they were. I guess they're like a wolf from... where are they from? Yeah, they're not technically a wolf, I don't think. They're, like, barely within the canine family, but they're from Brazil. You guys got to check these get, these things out if you haven't. Maine, uh, M-A-N-E-D. They look like someone stretched out a fox because yeah, yeah. they're not really that big. They just have huge, long legs because they live in the grasslands of, like, uh, s- South America. And so they just are need to be able to look over the grass. So they have these crazy stilt legs. Um, yeah and they uh they look really cool. They have huge ears, gigantic legs, but they have kind of small bodies and faces and uh they don't they don't bark and they don't roar. They kind of do a oh, thing are in the you, middle are where they gonna do you going to do the a, impression you, you did. You want to for do me? a roar I bark to- <laughs> They call it a roar bark and I can probably do an impression of it. Um Here it comes. Hey, here here here's the main wolf's mating call. Here, here it goes right here. Not mating call. Just, the, <laughs> just you know, do it. Just the notes. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind (laughs) of like one of (laughs) those. He's got the biggest smile on his face right now, too. He enjoyed that. It's kind of like that. (laughs) You can look it up on YouTube. It's a cool sound. But uh, they also smell 100% like weed. They smell like skunky weed. You said that to me. You're
1: like, like, and they have this weird smell because of their urine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it smells like weed. And I was like, okay. And I was like, but normally you go to a zoo, you don't necessarily smell the animal. We could smell it. From like 75 yards away. We had just, like you do the drive-through at first, and then you do the walking part after. And right when we started the walking, you're like, you smell that? And I was like, yeah.
0: And you're like, those are those wolves I told you about. It's so funny. If you look it up, there's a bunch of news stories about like police being called at zoos because they think someone's smoking pot. And it turns out it's just those main wolves. Just the
1: main wolf. Mm -hmm. Dude, and it wouldn't matter because we're in Oregon and it's legal. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many pot shops. Yeah. And a guy offered you free pot and then never showed up. That
0: that happens in every small town in Oregon. Like there's always a guy who owns a pot shop there and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to get you guys a ton of weed." And then as soon as they're like, "I'll be back later," they're never coming back. Weed people never come back. <laughs> you know what's funny is as comedians, sometimes people come up to us, they assume that we're just like
1: into all the drugs. They want to like do that. Uh, I, I did a show down, uh, in between San Diego and Los Angeles earlier this year and it was after the show and I was talking to some people that had been there and just, just kind of like socializing. And I had my backpack on and this guy comes up to me. He's like, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, Oh yeah. What, what's going on? And he pulled me aside and he goes, do you know where I can get cocaine? I was like, <laughs> no, I don't know where you can get cocaine. And he hadn't been at the show. He like wandered in after the show. He just but he just saw a, a guy, guy with a backpack and he's like, that's a drug dealer. That's a college student. How is was <laughs> right? a drug that's dealer? That's what I'm like. I'm like, there can be innocent things in backpack. But he like thought, oh, this is the guy. Now I'm going to get cocaine. And also a part of me was like, cocaine?
0: What is this, 1982? You know what, though? It's making a resurgence, man. Why? I don't know. I never saw cocaine in my entire life growing up. Like I, it was just one of those you heard. You heard about it growing up, and everyone was like warning you. It was all like there was a lot of like pain pills and o- opiates were kind of like when, from my hometown. That was kind of like right. The, yeah, that was actually, actually the big happening. Thing. And then recently uh, as of like a year or two, all of a sudden you start seeing like cocaine popping up and you just, you know, people are doing coke, like, especially in comedy, it's like something where like, it's a, it's like a weird, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of comics get into it or I know that was really big in the eighties as everyone was doing cocaine. Yeah.
1: Here's the problem in my opinion. Now I've never done drugs. So here's my pro here's what I think Part of the reason I've never done drugs. Part of it is, uh, I you know, I was kind of raised in a way that I was, like, taught, you know, the D.A.R.E. program. Right. And, uh, part of that probably sunk in. But, um, but I think that my big aversion to it is the way that you have to take drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'd be more apt to take a pill or something like that, as opposed to, like, pot, you have to smoke, which right. I don't smoke. So that's immediately something different. Like... What heroin is a needle? Don't like getting shots. <laughs> Get away from me. And cocaine, people snort that. Like yeah. really, you're putting something up your nose. I barely yeah. like to blow my nose yeah. because I don't want things transferring
0: I through never, there. Uh, but that's not air. I never got. I feel like they're all, in movies. They're always trying to make cocaine seem sexy. It's never seemed sexy to me. No. Yeah. It's always seems kind of ugh. But uh, you're sniffing it up. Booger well, sugar. Well, here, now, so, so here's the thing, though, is you said, uh, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Am OK, I? let's we'll do see it. see what this turns into. So <laughs> you, you, you won't smoke weed but that's the thing is now that it's legal they found a way to make it palatable even to people who are uncomfortable See, with the smoking. See now I
1: think maybe had, had the edibles and stuff like that come yeah. out when I was uh, at a younger point and Man. a little more like influenced by my peers and things like that I think I'd maybe be more apt. There's so much candy now you can just eat and it'll Get you at high. And it's, I'm not advocating you go out and eat a bunch of marijuana. But I'm saying like, I am. Get out there. <laughs> ah! Listen to the Fill Northwest your belly with some talking. of this <laughs> this six foot nine uh, heavenly diner eaten sack. He's
0: telling you go really out and get drugged up. I used to uh I really started smoking weed more I kinda like am on and off with it. Uh, Probably like four years ago I hurt my back really bad working um, I think I like tore a muscle in my back And my health insurance wasn't good enough To like for them to give a, a, a crap about it So I just got a medical card Now to would, get the uh, medical
1: card You like went in and they said Hey have you ever felt stressed in your life and yeah, like, it was, yeah and they're
0: like oh you need weed It's what you've ever heard There literally are doctors who it's like You know that's the deal with that doctor And you just you And is it an actual doctor? They, I'm sure they've got a degree. <laughs> <laughs> they got something they're a podiatrist yeah, and they like, Go oh, in I can and sign they, up on this. They ask what's wrong and I was like, Well, I really messed my back up and it hurts all the time and I can barely walk and they're like, Well, yeah, fine and they just gave me the thing. you know, it cost me hundred bucks and
1: They didn't run any tests and say, oh, you need back surgery or here you need a chiropractor. They're just like
0: immediately put the Band-Aid on it. Yeah. I mean, that's not uh, that's not the kind of doctor they are. You went to a weed doctor. Yeah, exactly. Okay, It's like you would go to, uh, I don't know, like you could go to a dermatologist and. He's only going to give you like a dermatology solution. Sure.
1: I wonder if there is though like a weed doctor with a heart of gold who like sees somebody and they're like, you know what? You <laughs> you really just don't need weed. What you need is a new foot. I think they probably
0: make so much money. And, I, I but, like
1: to think the best in people. I think I think there might be some guy out there who's like, you know what, I could give you a weed card, and I will, yeah. but also I think you need to get that mole checked out. Do
0: some of these stretches. Do some <laughs> yoga. You know what I mean? Do I'm going to give you a activity. little regimen
1: that might get uh, your sciatica and your glaucoma to clear up.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did that, but back then, that was before weed was legal, legal, and we just had the, the medical. So you're
1: admitting to uh, crimes right
0: now? Uh, I mean federally sure it's hey man still, true crime
1: podcasts are big right it's now still maybe. Crime, <laughs> i'll it uh, as that
0: i guess to to have weed but you know go figure everyone does it but no back then if you had a medical card you were fine but the medical stuff was not regulated at all so it was like i don't know how to explain this to people who haven't been into like a pot shop before but the the way they regulate I've never been in one, so you can explain. Okay, so if you if you go get edibles, they might give you like um, a chocolate bar with five squares, and maybe every square is five milligrams or something like that. Uh That's about the dosage they give you. But back then, you'd go in, and it was just like they would have brownies. You could just buy someone made a brownie, and you could buy the brownie, right? And they were killer brownies, but they were huge. And each one would be like 200 milligrams.
1: Right. Yeah, I've heard you're not supposed to eat the whole brownie. That, to me, is weird. I think you should just disperse it evenly
0: throughout the brownie so I can eat. Give me give me my snack. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I would just eat the whole brownie. <laughs> <laughs> like for probably a year and a half, I would uh, I'd do a lot of because my back was killing me, and I didn't know what else to do. So and you'd I, get nothing done. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, uh, eh, you know, because I, I would uh, go out and do gigs or whatever, or I had a couple of part-time jobs at that time, and then I would just go back to my... Uh, Whenever I got back to my tiny studio apartment I was living in at the time, I would just eat half a brownie so I could go to sleep. <laughs> it would, uh,
1: yeah, I I couldn't get to sleep last night. I was up till 3 a.m. Oh, just man. sitting here staring at Netflix That's and staring brutal. at my phone. That's brutal. I wish I could just turn off and unplug the phone. I, I don't know. E- even when I go to bed at home, it's like I have to do 15 minutes worth of looking at my phone. I'm like, why?
0: I need to stop because I will... Uh, habitually read the news, and nothing, things like slowly change, but the news, it has that way of drawing you in and making you think everything's, like every little thing is important. Yes. So you get addicted to it, and I'm addicted to reading it, but it doesn't do anything for me except for stress me out and feel like the world's collapsing. Right, and then you're not getting to sleep. No, no, no. No, that's the worst. And
1: I, yeah, I, I was talking to my wife about this the other day, and she's like, I don't know, like... I don't know how my parents raised these kids. Uh, her parents had six kids, and she's like, wow. I don't know how they did that. I'm tired all the time. I'm like, well, they didn't have Netflix that they were falling asleep to. My wife will just turn on Grey's Anatomy and just stare at her phone for yeah. 45 minutes. You're losing 45 minutes of sleep there, and then every time like she wakes up to feed the baby, she's like, kind of scrolling through, and it's like, yeah, we're costing ourselves at every turn. That 45 minutes adds up over the course of a week. How much would you say you sleep on like an average night? On an average night, I usually go to bed about 1 o'clock. Yeah. And I usually, when I'm at home, I'm up by 8 because that's when the kids start stirring. Mm. So usually I'm up. If I'm on the road,
0: I'm in bed till 10. Man, I feel like I have to sleep 8 to 10 hours a night or I feel terrible. Really? Yeah, my, my girlfriend will sleep maybe like 5 hours a night is probably her yeah, average. Yeah, that's probably normal, I would say. Yeah? I would say somewhere Man. between
1: 5... And eight
0: is is normal. I'm such a Nobody's like, getting ten. I'm such an inefficient human being because I have to Nobody's getting ten. Man, I uh do not I d I don't I don't usually get that much, but like that's how much if I let myself, that's how much I'll sleep.
1: So as a six nine individual, do you have to sleep in a California king? Do you need that extra space or do your feet dangle? No. I
0: think I sleep in a queen.
1: You're in a queen bed? Yeah. My feet almost hang off the end. No, they a, do yes, not. They do. I'm looking at you
0: right now. Look your at feet me. do not Look hang at me. Look at me in all my head. majesty. <laughs> I said almost. I said almost. Like almost. if I point my toe it's at the end.
1: <laughs> okay, your feet dangle on a queen bed? Uh, unless no, you're in then. the fetal position? No. Yes, uh, no they don't. That that bed right there is a king? That is not a king. That's a queen? Okay, that's a queen. It looks like a twin to me. That is not a twin that's bed. That's a twin. You're insane. That's Look a- how wide it is. That's that is a queen. I'm looking at it right now. That is a queen bed, and that is not six foot nine
0: long. No, no. Do you want to go lay on? Lay no, I don't you want you to lay on my. I'll bed. curl up We're on your bed. Recording Nick. <laughs> right now in my hotel room. I'll, and, I'll get your your bed all stinky. Yeah, I don't want I don't want any
1: part of that with your little uh, whatever they are those foxes, those wolves, the maned wolves you know the maned that you've wolves? been snuggling with. Yes, I wish. <laughs> um, Yeah, just a queen bed. I feel like that's not big enough because as as a six-foot-nothing individual, I I don't like a queen. I need a bigger bed. Maybe that's why
0: I sleep so much is because I don't like getting good sleep, man. Maybe that's part of
1: it. Yeah, see you. You upgrade. Next time you get a bed, upgrade to the California King. That's what I'm going to recommend as your doctor. Since you only go see pot doctors, I'm going to recommend that you get a California King, and I think that's going to clear that back problem up. I think you're only going to need six hours of sleep every night, and uh, I think you're going to have to you're going to work with less dickish headliners. I think that uh, make you drive a very positive person. Here I am. I w- we wanted that. this to be a positive podcast because on one of our did road you trips, see how
0: negative I went right away? <laughs> I can't help myself. I just
1: go negative, dude. One of our drives, we were just like completely tearing down everything. Every topic that came up, we were just just crapping all over it. And I, I was like, we like doing really "Man, we are spiraling out of control right now." Really,
0: I felt like we were really nailing it. Well, we were bonding.
1: That's how people bond yeah. is to share we're war holding stories, hands,
0: talking about. The way the world is, yeah, we're fixing, we're fixing the world. I think uh, in my brain, I'm just such a like I've always been such a negative person that I don't think of negative things as being negative. I just, I'm just it's just talking to me, so I'll, I'll have people. If I spend a lot of time with them sometimes, especially like the very positive people. Yeah. will just break down and be like, dude, you're so negative. I just can't. I'm like, really? What do we mean? Like, I'm not even in a bad mood. I'm like, what are we talking about that bummed you out? They're like, everything. And I'm like, oh, that's just. (laughs) That's a comic's baseline. Yeah, you have to be. Because.
1: Because talking about how good things are, that's not funny. No, very often it's funnier to be negative.
0: Yeah. So then that's that's our default setting. I don't, you know, I don't know that it is funnier to be negative. I feel like there's really funny ways to be positive. Who's a positive comedian that is very very funny? Would you say Pete Holmes is positive?
1: Pete Holmes has a positive disposition, but yeah, what maybe he's talking I'm thinking about positive is
0: attitude. Maybe positive attitude talking about negative things is funny. Yeah, because I I've smiling
1: on stage and I'm like kind of upbeat but I'm talking about negative things I think
0: yeah that's true primarily yeah I mean you have to that's the weird thing about comedy is I feel like so many of us are negative people but the thing about getting on stage is you have to be you have to be likable so it it, it always feels weird to get on stage and sometimes I'm in a good mood sometimes excited to do the show but sometimes I'm bummed out about something I just read about so you got to get on stage and kind of like there's a weird like it just seems like that's every comedian is kind of like being like you're smiling and everyone kind of likes you. But what you're talking about is like very – uh, it's almost subversive to the way you're acting. Well, that's the job is to be able to be funny
1: even when you don't feel funny. Yeah. Like if you're bummed out, do you have something that you do right before you go on stage that like gets you into that frame of mind, gets you into that spot where you can perform?
0: And drink. You drink? You just <laughs> no, have a I, glass of I, alcohol? I do not. Uh, I don't like to drink or – Do anything like that, or you know, smoke pot or anything before a show. Uh um, Some people it doesn't it doesn't bother. Uh, Some people are fine doing that, but I definitely am not. Like it just kind of feels like it clogs up my brain, and I can't think of things correctly if I do that. Um, But yeah, if I'm if I'm bummed out before a show, man, I really I don't know. I used to uh, it used to be just getting on stage and picking up a microphone was enough to kind of pull me out of whatever funk. Right. But now that I'm doing it longer, I'm almost getting like like that fatigue of just like doing it. So it's not as special like that getting on stage. Like it's that nervous energy. It's not exciting. It's yeah, not, I you're not have, nervous as much. I still enjoy it. I really enjoy it, but I don't think I have that nervous kind of energy that'll, they say they call, you know stage health or whatever. Like I'm worried. I'm losing my ability to get that stage health and they call st- stage, stage health. health? Is, I've never heard that. Really? Stage health is like, if you feel sick or you've something got something's wrong, there's a certain amount of time just getting on stage You'll feel fine, and your adrenaline will get you. It's through adrenaline, the yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: I've had that. I've had uh, when I was on tour in 2009 with the Walk of Shame comedy tour. We were just degenerates, just drinking barrels every night. Yeah. And somewhere in Florida, I got sick and got walking pneumonia and didn't go to a doctor for I've like three that. weeks. And I was coughing so hard that it was making me throw up. Uh-huh. So I'd throw up a couple of times every day just because my cough was gagging me to that point. Cool. And I'd be coughing uncontrollably during the day and get on stage and for 20 minutes not cough once. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden, I'd never heard of it called stage
0: health. You know, just adrenaline took over.
1: And then I get off and I start coughing again.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I kind of think of it that way. Like if I'm tired or worn out uh, or anything like that, usually stage health is enough to kind of get me through whatever I'm doing. But right. uh, Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think I don't, I don't I, me and a lot of other comedians, I, I, I think we don't give ourselves enough leeway. Like, you know, sometimes you drive 10 hours and it, it's uh, you've been on the road for a week or two and you make a 10-hour drive and you have to do a show and it's like right before the show and you're like, man, why can't I really get into the show? Like, what's wrong with me? And you got to like, man, give yourself a break. It's crazy you did this, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes <laughs> we drive like truckers, except for truckers, when they get where they're going, they don't have to get on stage and perform, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they
1: just go to the sex
0: shop, whereas we <laughs> yeah. have to... I, I'm always
1: surprised how many sex shops, like adult bookstores there are. Oregon like on loves the road. A sex shop. They, they love
0: their sex shops. It's weird! It, I, yeah, it's sex shops, it's hitchhikers, and its panhandlers at the uh every rest stop there's a panhandler at every rest stop in oregon yeah and i had i don't know why any of that is true i'm sure it's easily googleable but i googleable yes googleable yeah but i don't i yeah, i just every time i see it i'm like oh, look at that but um Oregon's a weird state, man. It's We were talking about the... Uh, the gas thing. The gas thing, you got to pump your you, own gas. You got to
1: pump... No, you can't pump your own can't gas. Can't pump your own gas. Yeah, there's a guy outside of every gas station that uh, pumps it for you. And we were reading, like, why is that? And people, they interviewed like a handful of people and they're like, well, I'm 62 years old, I don't know how to pump my own gas, I'm not going to start now. And one person's like, I don't want to set myself on
0: fire, are you crazy? And most people were like, uh, no, then you end up stinking like gas yeah, see, we and we agreed. if you can't figure out how to pump gas into your car, you shouldn't be driving your a car. No, yeah, because that just requires a very base level of like problem solving. Uh, it's it's right along par with
1: like learning how to open your trunk of your car. Yeah. Like you do it once and you know how to do
0: it. Yeah. You're not doing rocket science. It's such a weird That is a
1: stupid law. I'm going on record and I've I've enjoyed the people of Oregon for the most part. There have been a couple of turds. Oh boy. But <laughs> you and I both know who that is. Stay in positive. Uh, Stay in positive. But, but for the most part they've been great, but that is just a stupid law. And I don't think I I don't think I could get over it if I lived here. Yeah. Like My yeah. dad owned gas stations when I was growing up, really? and I, I've been pumping gas since I was a teeny tiny little kid, Yeah, and I'm, now I'm like, this is stupid. Even when I pumped last week, and the guy like came over and like dipped my card into the thing and then started it up for me, he wasn't around when it ended, and yeah. I know I was supposed to wait for him, yeah. but I was like, screw it, and I just took it out and put it in myself, and I know in his head, he's like, oh my God, you could have died, Charlie.
0: Yeah. What kind of daredevil has done this?
1: Look, look, <laughs> look at this evil Knievel over here yeah. taking out his
0: own gas pump. Ugh, man! Even printed out a receipt. <laughs> in some places, it's like nor Like if you're in the cities, it's like a you know, you, it's just some guy pump here. Your- but sometimes you go out in the middle of nowhere. And you got to think, like, who is the guy pumping gas in the middle of nowhere? You know what I mean? I've stopped at some weird. I stopped at a gas station one time. I have no idea where I was. I was, like, deep in, like, Eastern or Central Washington where there's nothing. And I almost ran out of gas, saw a gas station, pulled over, and a guy just kind of materialized out of nowhere. Right. And he started pumping (laughs) my gas, but then he started digging. Through the trash can while it was pumping. Oh yeah! And he was pulling like bottles and stuff out, and he was like talking to me the whole time. He's, he's like, working a double. Yeah, he's like, it's crazy. People throw, you know, uh bottles and stuff away in Oregon because you can get five cents for every one of these bottles. And I was like, I will give you twenty-five cents to just, just not touch me or my car <laughs> with your dirty. You know, people are just pissing in jugs and throwing them in the trash like that guy's fishing them out it's gross
1: the the interstate uh side of the road gas station's trash has got to be there there's like two or three crimes yeah. that you could find in there Definitely. disgusting bottles yeah. lots of used tissues for different things god ugh people are maniacs is, you know what I, I i don't know do you think is recycling real
0: is recycling real
1: yeah i saw something the other day and it was probably just clickbait but they're like what's really happening to all of your recycling because sometimes i look at it in the big dumpsters where like where i live we throw our recycling in there and we're diligent about it like these things can be and these things can't be but if i'm being honest like i'm sure people aren't throwing the right things in there so is somebody really sifting through that stuff well have you ever been to like a recycling plant it's been years
0: yeah uh well there was there's just one where i grew up um and we would go drop our stuff off there and i think for the most part i remember being a kid and you had to separate like, the bottles by their color or whatever okay but like you were saying like the apartment i live in we just dump it all in one bin right so then you got people wonder, aren't rinsing their plates and stuff like that yeah but i think it's a lot that they do so i think yeah they, they go takes it to the recycling place and then someone has to sort through all of it but i will say if it's improperly recycled i kind of think they just throw it in the trash I believe it. Yeah, you know, if there's like food in there or something like that. Yeah, like in a bottle, somebody put like a you know straw down in a bottle,
1: then it's just done. Yeah, yeah. I've been to one of those uh, like Coke refilling plants where they take like the Coke bottles and they wash them and then they refill them with
0: Coke. Huh? That's a little funky. I I do, You know what though? I think like Coca Cola especially has to be just so toxic. It has to kill It'll just eat through whatever's in there Just kill anything, man No, there's no big deal Coke eats through AIDS Yeah, it's gonna eat through any kind of virus Forget about (laughs) it It'll be denatured within the Coca-Cola Yeah,
1: what do they say If you put a penny in a glass of Coke Like in a year It's
0: gonna be bright and shiny
1: Yeah 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 Oh, man Coca-Cola, I'll bet you it cures things You think so? I'll bet you Coke could cure something You pour Coke over a little cancerous tumor
0: Oh, I was thinking maybe cure having teeth. <laughs> It'll just Wait, cure the, the teeth, teeth right <laughs> out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> Are those pesky teeth getting in your way when nah. you're trying to spit your tobacco?
0: You know, I, I keep... I've never been able to drink, like, colas ever. Like, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, I just never had the, the taste for it. And I, really? You know, I'll drink some sodas. I don't, I'm not a big soda guy, but some of them I, I like. Um, but, yeah, the colas I just never got into. And recently, my uh, I've had, like, a few... Like Jack and Cokes, just uh-huh. you know, be at a comedy club. And like, oh, we made a Jack and Coke and nobody wants it. So you can have it if you want. And of course, I'm going to drink it. Yeah. So drink drank a couple of those and thought, hey, you know, that's actually not too bad. And then um, I was in a green room somewhere and they had Coca-Cola and I gave it a shot and I tried to drink a Coca-Cola and I was like, oh, no, it's gross. If you're not used to it, it's very sweet. Like I've tapered off. I
1: used to drink a lot of pop. Yeah. And uh, like when I was in college or something, I just go to the C store and just like pick up a couple of bottles and just drink them throughout the day. And, and then I've given up on them. And now when I have them, it's kind of almost too much.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would drink it for the caffeine, but I just drink insane amounts of coffee instead. Sure. Which isn't healthy for me, so I'm not... If anyone listening to this loves Coca-Cola and they feel like I'm tearing down the one thing you love, I'm not. I'm unhealthy in my own way. But I Travis,
1: just, send your hate mail to Travis Nelson. Please. Um, Travis, where can people
0: find you? Is that your
1: website, TravisNelson.com?
0: Uh, TravisNelsonComedy.com is my website, and then at Travis is joking on Twitter and Instagram, and then Facebook, my... Uh, my fan page, I think, is at Travis Nelson Comedy, but my regular page is Travis is Joking.
1: Travis is Joking. So, yeah. man, you had to go a bunch of different ways.
0: Eh, not really. I, I went Travis is Joking on all the social media, but then my website... Because there's
1: I, already a Travis Nelson out there that sucked them all up? Yeah. 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 Okay. Travis is Joking Yeah, is on all social media. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then my website is TravisNelsonComedy.com. Travis Nelson, is there a TravisNelson.com?
0: I think there is. Um, you don't know what it is? I can't remember. I made the website so long ago. I made it like way before I needed a website. And honestly, I think that was a good way to go.
1: Let's check it out TravisNelson.com. Let's see if it's probably some like attorney at law. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm sure it's right. A, most people named Travis aren't great <laughs> in my experience. <laughs> is that know, a family name? I don't know. No, it's not. My Nelson? brother got all the family names. His name is Theodore Glancy Nelson. And it's wasted on him because he's a dummy. So everyone just calls him Ted.
1: Product TravisNelson.com is a product and design advisor. He doesn't even have a
0: good website.
1: His, uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, don't tear down Travis Nelson. He was the first one there. Clients include Teamable, PandoraBots, and that's it. Yep. All right. We're going to contact him and see if he can, you can buy his uh, website for 36
0: cents. Give me your domain.
1: Give me your domain name. Oh, is yep. I'll send him an email for you on your, on your behalf. Oh, so thanks, you, pal. But until then, TravisNelsonComedy.com. Go check out Travis. He's very funny. He's a tall drink of water. Sure is. Um... He, he loves maned wolves, <laughs> so uh, bring him a uh, bring him a poster of a maned wolf if you see him.
0: I won't even be mad. Do that, please. <laughs> I would love that. Uh,
1: thanks, everybody, for listening. That's the podcast this week. Uh, if you want to come check me out in January, I'm going to be at uh, the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Oklahoma City in, uh, like, the... 9th 10th 11th and 12th of January and then I'm going to be at the Comedy Loft in Lincoln on the 25th and 26th of January make sure you get those tickets now because that one will probably sell out Uh, and tell everybody you know in Lincoln come out and see Nick that's that's a new club and I'd love to uh, start off on the right foot right there so until next time you guys have a happy uh, New Year's already coming on so have a great 2019 you guys I'll talk to you next week